0: Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Bruce Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 in Cottonville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, the owner of Shamrock's Pub & Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast,
1: Mark Arminia. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. We're back week six, seven, week seven. You just told me that, and I still screwed it up. <laughs> week seven of the Brews Room. We can start over. We have that technology. Back from our break. Uh, what break? Pseudo break. <laughs> they don't know, but we yeah. know.
2: We're a lot more sober tonight than we were the last time they heard us. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We can fix that. We keep drinking these beers. Well, that's what we do. Yeah. Halfway through is you know, a different story, but right now. Everyone's pretty clean. So I missed
3: yeah. you guys terribly. I was out of town for the 4th of July, but I got several video messages from Jeff. Uh, how was your 4th? What did you guys do?
1: We got real drunk. Super drunk. <laughs> yes, yes. I did you get drunk on the 4th? Well, uh, no, not or on just the 4th, yeah. but on the 3rd I did. No, so, on the 4th I really didn't do much. So
0: I, I was I was invited uh, over to Jeff's. That's right across from, across from Justin's. And Justin to. Everyone's surprised bowed out early. And I'm shocked. I did. Because really like you're not that guy. Bowed
3: out or passed out?
2: No 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 oh. no, no. He didn't he didn't pass out. He, Lynn, went, he was in good shape. I Lynn mean, tells me that I leaned over to her. <laughs> I was drinking and partying or whatever, and I leaned over like super secret and said, It's time for us to go. Like, but you I said it like this, you're like Hey Lynn. It's time for us to go. <laughs> and you were then
0: then it's she said dark. then she was like Hey, okay, let's go home. And you're like, shh. So you guys just got together and had a
3: barbecue in my absence?
1: Yeah, we got together about 4 o'clock in the afternoon and started playing yard games out in the heat and rain and drank a lot. We played a game, uh, the blind draw game, which I think we've actually talked about on the show before, um, where we just put a bunch of beer in a cooler and you're not allowed to look and see what you get. So that afternoon, I went and did some shopping, and I bought a twelve or a case of good beer and a case of bad beer and mixed them all up in the cooler, covered them all up with ice, and nobody could look. You just reached <laughs> in and pulled out. You could have ended up with the Lagunitas 12th and Never. You could have ended up with the hams.
3: So my yeah. friends and I in Detroit, we used to play this game called Kamikaze Karaoke. There was a bar called The E, which was short for The Establishment. It had karaoke every weekend, and they had dollar shots, specifically dollar kamikaze shots. So however many people in your group, you had to order enough shots for everybody. So if there were four people, you ordered four rounds, which everybody did. And then everybody put one song in a hat. And so it was your turn for karaoke. We just went up as a group. You had to do a shot, a kamikaze shot, and then pick a song out of the hat. And no matter what it was, that's what song you had to go up in karaoke. So if it was the four of us playing, there would be four songs. We'd each have have to do four shots. But you'd end up with... Just I mean, sometimes you'd end up with a song you so it's like our game with know. the vigil-
0: village people. Uh, you just you're doing what the village people, the village people. Yeah, I mean, you're just picking a random song and karaoke karaokeing it. God, I I mean, <laughs> what does that have to do with the village people?
1: Which village person were you, Mark?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, the cowboy, assless chaps. Why do you even <laughs> have to
1: ask nah, that? That's yeah, I don't, foolish, that's, that's that's foolish that's, question. That's, I wasn't thinking. Was I there, I'm not drunk enough yet. Was there a police
2: guy?
0: Yes. I want to be him. Yeah. Yeah. Construction worker, I, I want to be that. Oh, there was
2: a construction worker?
1: Yeah. I'm going to be the biker. I, I don't have to change anything sure. what start was the start people. What was the fifth
3: guy? Oh, the Indian. Yeah. yeah. It was okay. We got them all? I think so. Lynn's the Indian.
1: <laughs> daughter feather? <laughs> yes. We'll have to get a headdress You seem for
3: really him. offended by being the Indian.
1: Lynn's here, guys. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. Yeah, okay, that's it. Well that's, done. That's okay. the only time you're going to hear okay. from her. Don't worry. No. No more for the rest of the night. <laughs> you had to hear from. Listen, uh, we played Can Jam for the first time, which is a Frisbee game that I dominated. Just destroyed everybody. Never lost.
2: To be fair, I didn't have any great partners.
1: And I did? No. No, I did not. Nobody in my backyard that what day could throw jam? a Frisbee what except can- you and me. What is Can Jam? <laughs> can- so you've got a, a can.
2: Go on. And then and you, you jam, jam
1: the Frisbee into it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's a can with a slot in the front of it, and, and you throw you- a Frisbee. And if you get the Frisbee in the can, you win. But if you hit the can on the fly, that's worth two points. And if your partner smacks the Frisbee into into the can, that's one point. Okay. Or if it goes in the hole of the can, that's worth three points. Okay. So... Hold
0: the can, we Justin. You've played that before, right?
2: Hold the can. Hole
0: in the can, like uh. He's making a pooper joke. Yeah. Butt
1: stuff. Oh.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna stop talking for a little
1: bit. (laughs) (laughs) drink that monster
2: first. How how was California? (laughs) Yeah,
3: I was actually out in California for my grandfather's ninetieth birthday.
1: By the way, I'm a little disappointed you didn't actually send us a pic of Aunt Susan. I did.
3: I did send you a pic.
1: That was a blonde lady. We have no idea who that was. Do you know was. how hard
3: it is to clandestinely take a picture of somebody at a party? Like It's,
1: it's, it's your aunt. You go up, hey, aunt, can we take a photo together, please? Uh, that's super douchey. That's super, I, I would never do that. Would you do it with a normal aunt?
3: I, d- I don't know that I would ever, yeah. For I'm those of guess. you that don't
1: know, Mark's aunt is famous.
3: She's not my aunt, first of all. Susan
0: Sarandon.
3: I thought yeah. Susan Sarandon and I were at a party together this weekend. I thought she was your aunt. Great aunt-in-law. <laughs> Uh um, Yeah, yeah, not not all that close. He was okay. sitting right behind
2: her at the table though.
3: So. But there were only fifty people in the room. It's not like it, <laughs> it was looked that a lot special. bigger than that on the uh, It did. I mean I was I mean I was very close to her, but it wasn't all that. Does she have a husband? Hair. She does.
2: Hmm.
1: How's he? It's a shame.
3: He's awesome. His name's Alan. He's actually her manager.
2: Is
1: Alan related to you? No. By blood? No. So who's related? How do, how does how does her she her son married my aunt her son, her son Bruce, married my
3: aunt Caroline. She is okay. my great aunt in law.
1: Gotcha. All right. Susan
3: Sarandon.
0: <laughs> Caroline Sarandon.
3: Caroline Sarandon. So anyway, I was out in California. Um, it was it was really interesting because I hadn't been out there in in several years, and it is it was just such a culture shock in a lot of ways. I mean. I forget certain things. Like, first of all, traffic is just a. Tra- it doesn't matter. It can be three o'clock in the morning, and you will hit traffic no matter where you're going.
1: Well, it's party time. That's the end of the bars. Right? Uh, the
3: bars don't close in L.A. Oh, they don't. No, oh. no, they don't have they don't have the same liquor laws. At so least in every LA bar Santa in L.A. Property. is
2: pops, more or less. Gross. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh.
3: uh, but something interesting that I uh, that I experienced. So. One of my aunts took me to a, it was basically a craft ice cream place. They had probably 20 or 30 flavors, all handmade right in front of you. It was kind of like Cold Stone in that way, but they were making them with all natural ingredients. So they talked about where every ingredient came from, and it was some of the best ice cream I've ever
1: had. So it was hippie, hippie ice cream.
3: No, it wasn't hippie. I mean, it was very mainstream. I mean, look, when you're charging... 8 bucks a scoop. I mean, I don't know how.
2: We have a couple places here in Santa Cruz that do, craft Louis, so ice do cream? that. And we Lynn and I have been to two of them. Uh one of them called Clementines and one of them's called uh Fancy. You don't even know. Ice <laughs> They have ice out fancy. front, right? And right. they both yeah. do the uh nitro ice cream where um you know like they put like the in rolls, there, and then they dump liquid nitrogen into yeah. it, and then spin it around yeah, there in yeah, front yeah. of you, or whatever, and add the flavors and everything. They've been awesome, but yeah, they're real expensive. So
1: it sounds like boutique. Was it definitely? Was it actually craft? Yeah. So both of these places, like
2: specifically mention on their menus, like what farms their cream is right, coming from, and all, and where all of all this. Of their oh, so ingredients are all of it. Was Did they have the sourced? little
1: label that said independently owned ice creamery? I don't think they have that yet for the <laughs> ice cream. They should have. But they
2: do have that for beer now. They apparently. what? What? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> the ninth
3: most awkward transition we've ever had on the show. It's a okay, a so, so we posted this on our Facebook page, but the Brewers Association has put together a trademark label that identifies craft beer and craft breweries. And they announced that they're going to start licensing this logo to basically anybody who wants it that they deem is a craft beer
1: independently owned
3: Independently owned. they, they believe it is necessary uh, for consumers to see this label to be able to differentiate beers that are owned by large corporations and those that are independently owned so I kind of want to ask you guys your thoughts on this and if you think it's necessary so I mean Justin let's start with you first of all I mean do you think this is needed? And if so, do you think this is... A, you know is, is this a good idea in general?
2: Is it necessary? Yes. No. The beers are going to be exactly the same. People are probably going to be as educated, <clears throat> aside from a very small portion of the beer drinking population. So maybe.
3: why did they do this? Who is this for?
2: It's just a fuck you to big big beer, and I love it. I think that's but all it is. It's like for the most
1: part, I agree with it. It's just a big fuck you to, to, like, to hey, ABI, and... It, it necessary, no, educational, yes. So I'll play
2: devil, devil's,
0: devil's advocate. It's only a matter of time before they start paying for that stamp.
3: Well that's the thing. They said it's a licensing agreement. So I mean the breweries are going to have to fork over I, and I don't none of the financial details have been released, but it is going to be something that breweries are going to have to pay for. I don't know how much or but you know also if it becomes a status symbol, if this becomes the equivalent of putting the word organic on on a specific uh, a specific product, that's a premium that brewers are going to pay, right? Breweries are going to pay, correct?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of them will. But does, do,
3: I mean, does that undermine its sanctity then? I mean, if it's, if it's a commercial product, just like a label that, you know, and d- does it somehow undermine what it stands for? I think it's too early it's to say that.
1: No, I agree. No, I, I, I don't think that it undermines anything. I mean, it might just be to the extent where you pay for your, your BA uh, membership and it's included in that. You know, I don't know. They, it might be, but what if, you know? What they might if, come back and say, "Okay, it's one dollar a year."
3: But what if, if this symbol, in in five years, it, it does become a standard? Mm-hmm. So independent breweries, in fact, count on this st- on this stamp, on
2: this logo, for a certain prestige. At some point, people will stop caring about it because it's going to be so prevalent. Right now, though, I think it's fine for you know for people to go in and see that it's a new thing. But like, I buy things at the store that are either, or, or that are certified organic or whatever. And I don't care about the stamp. I just like that product, and the stamp is just an added nothing to the. But label you're not for the
3: target. You're not the target for the stamp. Right. So basically, in this article, they divided, you know, they divided the the craft beer community into different segments. And one of the things they talked about was this category called um, adopters. Basically, you have your hardcore craft beer drinkers who know who owns what and, and are influenced by that. You have Bud Light drinkers who it's not going to influence one or the, the category they're going after are called adopters. They are people who will go to a, 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 a grocery store right now and pick up for a barbecue a six pack of Schlafly or Boulevard. And they can be swayed by this by this logo Because they
2: want to make their friends think that they know something about beer, sure. They're buying the. I think that's a a deeper psychological
3: thing. But yeah, but also because they're the type of people who who are not deeply embedded into the craft beer community, and so don't know the ins and outs of it. And this logo is a shorthand, a shortcut for letting them know what they should buy to fit into that community.
1: I think this this logo will be great for twelve months, and then I think it's going to run its course. Uh, one of the things that I'm really kind of curious about is let's say, you know, uh, Brewery X has, you know, they're a small independent craft brewery right now, you know, doing a couple thousand barrels a year, and they put this little logo on top of all of their packaging, all their cans, all their bottles, all their 12 pack carriers, everything has this logo on it. And eight months from now, ABI comes in and says, here's $50 million. And the owner of that says, thanks, and leaves. How is the BA going to enforce them removing that logo? At pulling that point? all their product off the shelves. Because sales I imagine, right. like, are they going to do that? Because I mean, it's but, a licensing but, agreement. Well, yeah, but what if 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 Brewery X has paid for that licensing agreement for the next twelve months, twenty four months, forty eight months, whatever the case but may be? But there's got to
3: be a stipulation in the contract that says if you sell out, I mean, that's they would be. I mean, they would be unbelievably naive not to put of a stipulation right now, in, in all that
1: you need contract. is a is a brewer's number. All right. The one that the federal government gives you and you are officially licensed to use that. Is I that true? I have they
3: said it was a licensing agreement, which I, means there's a yeah, contract I, you have to sign.
1: I'm, I'm licensed to use it. I haven't paid you are? a dime. Okay. Yeah. All you had oh, to I do was get that. on their website, type in your brewer's ID, your, yeah. your federal number, and boom, you're licensed. Oh, that's super interesting. I, I Here's the thing. So I didn't even for, know this. This is brand new. You you bringing this up to me right now is the first I had ever heard of that. I don't know that that's true. This is open for. Oh, any it said independent. in the article
3: that it was a light that they were going to start using it as a licensing agreement, which has certain I think that stipulations
2: will maybe get to that point. Where I didn't you even have know it was available now. I didn't know you could logo. use that now.
1: When I signed up, there were one thousand and six breweries ahead of me that had already signed up for really? it. Really?
3: Okay, I didn't realize that. That changes. Yeah, I don't know what the future looks like. I mean, I, I really don't in terms of that, and I, I don't. But I also. So I want you to guess something for me, because I saw this on Reddit, and this is kind of fascinating to me. I want you to guess what percentage of the United States are either non-drinkers or only have one drink a week.
2: It's got to be like 80%.
3: 10. 90%. Ninety oh, really? percent of everybody in the United States has fewer than one, either has one or fewer drinks in a week.
0: I I, I call bullshit.
2: That doesn't surprise me at all. I'm a really? above
0: average, guys. Yeah, ninety <laughs> percent does not have one drink. Has one or fewer drinks. I think that's and King by Boy the way, bullshit. that's
3: that's not that's not even beer. Maybe have a glass of wine with dinner one time a week.
0: I call bullshit. I, I will show you. I will show I, you I, the I, article. I, I, I know, but I Kyle, mean, it was on Reddit. Yeah, no, okay, no, it's on <laughs> Slate. It was the <laughs> original article. I'm like, look at the amount of i mean look at the alcohol industry look at the beer industry look at the restaurant industry there's no way that there's there's less than ten percent that are only having one alcohol beverage there's no fucking way
3: i'm telling you it's top heavy and i I deal with the public
1: a lot because they come into this bar and not one of those people falls into that category (laughs) I think it's right on oh but also, no way a couple
3: of caveats I mean first of all you have I mean a certain percentage of the United States is under the age of twenty one so they automatically
2: I think it's like twenty five percent of our population now Maybe <clears throat> there
3: 30. are there are seventy two million people under the so we have about two hundred and eighty million people seventy two million people are under the age of eighteen and then you have I mean you know then you have older people that probably don't try. I I'm just saying you know the there are there are basically what this article is suggesting I think that number is skewed to to if you're counting million. people that
1: are under 21 but if it's it uh, skewed how, how no, many I'm 21 saying, to 25 year olds do we have that 4
3: 7 there are other answers 2 okay okay that was one of them
0: yeah i i just think there's I no I think about two. <laughs> uh. I'm just saying. <laughs> Never mind. I'm done. No, go ahead. It right, makes sense now because you said two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there are basically th- what, what, what this article is saying is there are basically 28 to 30 million people in the United States that are carrying the entire beverage industry. And that includes, by the way, that includes, uh, you know, that includes beer and spirits or includes wine and spirits. That this,
2: doesn't sound outrageous to me. I
3: don't think it sounds
1: outrageous at all.
3: And I think the type that sounds of very
1: outrageous to me. I think really? It's wh- I, yeah. think it's com- I think it's way, way off. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just kind of shocked that it's that low that is supporting. the. I mean, ABI is the 28th most valuable company in the world, and that's held up by 10% of the population. I mean, maybe Here. the U.S. Well, is different th- yeah, than worldwide. Yeah, the United States is but probably but
3: different than... Although, I don't know. That's an interesting question. I, I, don't, I don't know how to parse if this. If you go to a country
2: where... Alcohol is legal, you know in a much younger age, and drinking a wine with you know dinner, yeah, is that's a normal for families. That's or, wine, though. Yeah, you know, he was just saying alcohol in general. Yeah, I don't. I think we have different drinking culture in America than a lot of other. Countries. Yeah,
3: we do. <laughs> I, don't
2: <know> if, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> if it's better or worse, but I think it's different than, especially in Europe, where I don't think there's such a stigma with having a, a drink with you know a meal or something with your family when you're under 21 12 or years old yeah. you have a glass of wine in France yeah.
3: sure I mean I think that's part of it but I once again I mean the, the the article I read was just talking about the United States I, Anyways I, what
1: what was the point of bringing that up uh, The point
3: is that when you talk about the Brewers Association putting together this label like what percentage of Americans is this for I mean if there're only 30 million people not only but if there are 30 million drinkers in the United States and you have craft beer people and you have your bud light drinkers who are not going to be swayed what percentage of that 30 million what percentage of our country is going to be swayed by um, this logo
1: if it's 30 million people you're talking about 5 yeah, million maybe. not 5 people but 5 million because you figure But I think that number's also growing right? Of 30 million are not drinking beer they're strictly wine and spirits now you're down to 15 And if you figure craft beer made up, I believe, 12% of the beer industry last year. Sure. You're at 1.5 million.
3: So, I mean, so the entire, what what you're saying is the entire craft beer industry is basically being kept afloat by, let's say, generously, two or three million people in the United States?
1: I don't believe that, but that's what those numbers you just said said.
0: absolutely no way. Absolutely no way. It's impossible.
2: Because, because, because there's was, so...
0: I mean, if you if you looked up how many brewing licenses... Yeah, if you looked up right. how many liquor licenses that there were in the United States, there's no way that's all kept afloat by 10% of the country.
1: How many people live in San Diego? Do you know? 12. 15. There are other
3: answers. Two. We've been over this. we will go two.
1: Oh. I
2: think this is... You're talking about craft beer drinkers. 1.3 million. Not the guy that goes and buys a six pack once every three months right, right? like you're talking about the people that are keeping the industry up are the people that are going and buying a case a week or a case every two or three weeks you know not the guy that goes and picks up a sixer once in a while for a barbecue at his mm-hmm. buddy's house or something
1: it, if if mark's numbers arise right, on so what we just said that there's two million people supporting <laughs> some, uh, yeah. the craft beer industry I think that you're telling me low. that in I, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and I don't, no, I don't believe it. Uh,
3: I, I, first of all, they're not my numbers. Slate.com came up with them. Second of all, I don't, I don't think I agree with your math. Where if we have 30 million drinkers, that half of them only drink wine or spirits. I don't, I don't, I think there's probably a lot more crossover than that. Okay, sure. I don't know how much. I can't speak to it. I, I don't. But even even 30 million. I mean, let's say let's say 20 million people. That's enough to keep an industry. Alive, and sure. their industry is built on less than that.
2: Yes, how much it's money did been, the did craft beer generate last year? Do you have any idea? No clue, none at all. Was it a billion dollars or I, more? way more? You think way, way
0: more? Think of it. So last year, Bud Light or, or Anheuser or AB InBev spent two point four billion dollars on advertising. Bud Light is thirteen percent of the market in two thousand sixteen.
2: Bud Light. That doesn't include Just Bud Budweiser, Bud Light Lime, Bud Select, any of the other products. Craft Beer didn't carry 13% of I, the market But you last know what I mean? Year. Like d- d- that was collectively as 5,400 breweries. Or no, but I do think at.
1: Craft Beer did 12%. That's collectively Craft Beer. That's 5,000
2: plus breweries did 12% of the business in beer last year. Right. That's an unbelievable... Difference in the amount of money you can't talk about a re- uh, a, a company whose revenue or uh, um yeah ad 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 money what is the word I'm looking for ad, uh, you know. yeah sure yeah. advertising
1: budget ad yeah. budget their budget
2: it's it's not even the same league like you know Anheuser Inbev did forty thousand percent more business than Olive Craft did last year you know sure. Like, it,
3: all right, so let me pivot to this because uh, there was an article posted. We posted an article about um, Anheuser-Busch today. Let me ask you this question. Let me, let me phrase it this way. If you were a craft brewery and part of a craft brewery, what do you think is the bigger threat to craft beer? And I just want to go around the table really quick and talk about this. Maybe a 30-second answer and, and why. What is the bigger threat to craft beer? Bears Bears. <laughs> Bears. beats Beets. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> what is the bigger threat to craft beer? ABI, Wine and Spirits. Justin?
2: Uh, wine and Spirits. Why? I think well, I think Spirits specifically, not so much wine. Excuse me.
3: Why is it that they lump those two together? Anybody have any idea?
2: I, I don't know. I think maybe because Spirits... They've always been lumped in. Yeah. They've always been lumped in. Yeah. So it's just down, just interesting to, to me that... Yeah, okay. Anyway, craft Spirits sorry. are on the up and coming right now. Okay. They're huge. I mean, you can go... Any but do you think right a bigger
3: existential threat to craft beer is wine and spirits more so than yeah, anything? Yeah, like, okay. craft,
2: craft beer is where it's at right now, and I don't think Anheuser is going to do much more than they've already done to stomp on us.
3: Jeff, so. counterpoint, why?
1: Craft spirits aren't doing anything to actively diminish craft beer sales. So I, I disagree. I think ABI is the biggest threat to craft beer. I understand your point that I think consumers could migrate towards... You shaved your head. It looks real good. Sorry. You took your head off. Uh, I think consumers could be moving towards craft spirits. Yes. But your beer drinkers are always going to be your beer drinkers. No matter what. You've got that base group that will always be a beer drinker. and Those guys aren't migrating to there. But they could migrate to Elysian or Ten Barrel or any of those guys. Because now you've got a six-pack of Ballast Point which is eighteen ninety nine, or you've got a six pack of Ten Barrel Joe, which is six ninety nine. Those guys could migrate to there because of what ABI is doing.
0: Okay. All right, Kyle. The biggest threat to craft beer is craft beer. Does that oh, make sense? He went off the wall. Yeah. yeah. So, in what way? And I'll tell you this. So when um, we talked a couple weeks ago about, I, I had a conversation with Steve Kreider, and he said you can open a brewery right now, and you can make beer, but you won't survive unless you make really fucking great beer. That is what will kill all the bottom dwellers if you want make you you can you can open a brewery, but unless you make really great beer that people want to go and drive to, no one's gonna come and support you so but like you said i mean if i mean you have people like ballast Point that are eighteen dollars a six pack you also have people that i mean. Like four hands that are give me a price point for a 12 pack or a 12 pack or 12 six pack. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, th- I think they're in the eight99 yeah, right. range.
0: So what survives?
1: But those might be fours?
0: Yeah I mean, I think, I, I think, uh, I think I they kill I think they kill off each other.:
1: I could see craft beer cannibalizing itself. I don't think that five years from now, the rate at brewery growth is going to be the same. We have 5,000 breweries in the U.S. right now, 5,300, whatever it is, 52. I could see it being closer to 48, 45, maybe even 4,200 five years from now. But I don't think it will hurt craft beer industry. You're just going to have a lot of these people that are trying to ride the wave because it's popular right now and have no idea what they're doing in the industry or anything else start to fail. That goes. Ex- I, I mean, don't think exactly. That what you said yeah. I don't think that's the business cannibalizing itself. I don't think that that damages craft beer. I think craft beer will continue to hold on to their market share, even though you may cut their no- total number of breweries down by twenty percent. I completely agree. So I mean, you could be.
0: Let's say at the end of the year, where would you say we're at this year right now?
1: We're fifty-two, 52. In that range. So
0: we'll be well over six thousand by the end of this year.
1: I'd say there's a good chance. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're it's one and a half a day, right? Right now, something like that. I think that the
2: that all the bottom dwellers, they, they fall off. And we're, we're going to see it in St. Louis. We already have this year. So we've lost two breweries this year in just the last couple of months.
3: But that's How not, many, I mean, I agree with you, but that's not an existential threat to craft beer. That's just bad business. Like, that's, that's not a threat to craft beer. Like, being bad at business or making a bad product doesn't hurt craft beer in general. It just hurts your specific business. What I'm saying is the craft... <laughs> Crafted beer industry in general, what is the bigger existential threat? I, ABI? I, I don't
1: think it has a threat. Oh, I do. I think, it, oh, and that, I think I mean, it's that, ABI. That's certainly
3: a position, too. Okay, but somebody pointed, somebody pointed that out to me. Okay, so you have 5,200 breweries. Mm-hmm. How many are owned by Anheuser-Busch?
1: Uh, less than 1%. Seven? Yeah. No, no yeah, it's Yeah, more it's, more like yeah. Yeah, it's, it's well, okay. in the 20s, what, right, but, but what, still. I mean, yeah.
3: you know, at, at a certain point,
1: like, does that... Okay, well no, because I think it's an unfair comparison. You're talking about market share? Yes. No not, not so much okay, yeah, market share. Availability. Yeah,
3: okay, okay. That, yeah. So yeah, no, there are right.
1: five thousand breweries, fifty two hundred breweries in the US right now. How many can you buy in Missouri? Two hundred. But it, at a, at know, a certain point like, oh, you can buy all seven of those or, or all 20 right, of those almost you know that's the problem right it's not that their number of breweries that they're owning sure that could become a problem as it continues to grow the problem is but that the company they? as a whole it's so big and so devious i guess puts a threat to every single one of the people like me the people like Four Hands. Schlafly's fine. They're big enough. They're not going to hurt anything. They're not going to hurt Schlafly's sales. But, yeah, the, the effort that they go into to keep forehands out of a grocery store, a restaurant, Bush Stadium, Scott Trade Center, is unbelievable. The money that they sink, the effort that they sink, and the power that they have to be able to do that, that's what hurts us.
3: I will say... I, uh, I mean, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I, I guess my question is: Anheuser Busch moving forward, uh, are they going to continue to buy breweries at the same rate? Because no, a, they've. I mean, said that
2: s- they are s- pretty much done buying breweries now. Although that's bullshit. One on the ro- yeah. It, yeah, I don't there's know. There's a rumor not. going around about Funky Buddha now that no one's confirmed a hundred percent, but there's been a lot of. People in the industry in Florida uh, come out and say that they believe that either Anheuser has already purchased them or is on the cusp of purchasing them. I bet but that there is an point, enormous like
0: brewery that we have in our country that will be bought out by the end of this year. Because it's happened every year for the last four or five years. By ABI or yes. or, or just in general? Yeah, Breckenridge. Breckenridge is. A, I mean, they're they're a
2: big brewery. They you think we're buy- going to have another Breckenridge this year. Absolutely. It'll continue. So. It'll continue to happen for every year. I, I know people that I, work you for know, Anheuser I, and have said that Anheuser kind of has said, "Look, we've got because the government's talked about blocking. The they, yeah. They've
3: talked about blocking further purchases. I mean, at a certain point, you talk about a monopoly. Wicked I mean, Weed was antitrust. kind of their
2: last. Hey, we didn't have a sour house. Now we've got a sour house." They don't really need to go grab anything else. They've hit all of the markets
1: with their hear a their lot of products. rumor about them really trying for Cigar City. Now, Cigar City's fighting it. Cigar City
2: basically said, fuck you, we're not doing
1: it. Yep. But with enough money, would they? I don't think they need the money. Uh, the, there's rumor that they're going after Stone as well. Now, I don't think Greg would ever do it. I think Greg Cook stands strong. In, I, I in think no that's way. way off base. Greg Cook but,
2: will be the fucking uh, Lagunitas, uh, Tony McGee.
1: Yeah. He's gonna. Know.
2: He's the guy that's been outspoken about everything, and then you know if what? Somebody writes a big fucking check, and he bends over and takes it up the ass. If Tony says, hadn't already, okay, been, give it to me.
1: If Tony hadn't already been Tony McGee, I'd say you could be right, but now I'd fear. I would think that Greg would fear being categorized as Tony McGee. What's and That would pin? keep him. His
2: Loggina sales dropped. No, they've probably gotten stronger in the last six months. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's any downside for him. He he gets out of the business. He makes a shitload of money, and if somebody wants to call him a, you know, a, a whatever name they want to call him for selling out, whatever. He's on his private island. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I really <laughs> feel like, on, as far I mean, Mark, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm on the
0: other side of you too. That I really feel like I'm the, on the other like I'm on the ABI side. That or not the ABI side, but the breweries that are purchased by ABI. I don't understand why you wouldn't.
1: Well,
3: I don't look, think any I mean and and, 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 and that I I'm still drinking
1: their beer. I did tonight. Did did you read the uh, the article that I posted yes. this afternoon? And that's that kinda was, that's kinda what brought that on. One of the uh, one of the lines that was in that article that really stood out to me was nobody faults them for their bank account. They fault them for switching teams. That's the biggest problem. It's not, nobody blames anybody for selling out for their bank account. No one's saying, oh, well, you just did it to get rich. The problem is switching teams. You went from, you know, craft beer, tight knit community. We've talked about this all the time. We're all friends, we get along with each other. It's always us versus them. It's not, I've said it a million times on the show, it's not me versus forehands versus second shift. It's me, forehands, and second shift versus ABI. And when you switch teams like that, that's what pisses people off. That's what makes people disappointed. But in the in. who gives a shit?
3: And and, and what percentage of we'll people? We'll find out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. I you're don't. Right.
3: And I also don't know. I mean, like you said, we've mentioned all these breweries that have switched teams, and it hasn't. Has it affected anybody? Has anybody oh, seen a drop answer. in okay. sales? So you no.
2: were in California. You yeah. went to Golden Road, right? I did. Was it busy? Incredibly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, nobody in San Diego gives two shits that Golden Road's right. owned by Anheuser. The Taproom was still packed, right? Yeah.
3: So, I mean, so just for those of you who don't know, Golden Road was bought by ABI a couple years, years ago. Yeah, by a couple a year. years ago. They two years have ago, a, yeah. yeah. So my aunt and uncle uh, live in La Kenyatta, and it was a 10 minute drive. We went down there and had lunch and a couple beers at their place. It was a nice place. I mean, it was, it? You know, yeah. But, you know, I mean, had is, I, had I not been, a beer. Yeah. Oh, we, okay, yeah so, in,
0: in the end, I mean, really, like, if you were a regular of Lagunitas in Petaluma, they were purchased by Heineken. Would you say, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not going back. I loved your food. I loved your service. I loved your beer, but you're bought by the man,
2: so I'm not going to go back to you? The, what you're saying is exactly how people are going to respond to this little label on a beer bottle. Most right. of us are not going to give a shit. There's going to be a very small percentage of people that only buy it because of the label. And then there's going to be an even smaller percentage of people that don't buy it because of the label, right? Like they only want to support Anheuser, right? Because right. that's their fanboys of those those brands or whatever. I, I just I think this beer label thing is a good idea and it has a good intention. I don't think it's actually going I don't think it's going to gonna make a lick of difference promote or demote people from drinking certain products.
1: I think it absolutely 100% will make a difference to about a third of a 1% of craft sure, beer sure. drinkers. I mean, it no, won't make a the marketable I mean, difference, the- but I do think that there are people out there that will go, I'm not buying this beer because it doesn't have that little yellow bottle. Is that on it. A
2: third of a 1% enough for BA to say it was worth our work to put this together? Yes. Probably. Probably don't say that. But also, once again, face.
3: you know, I, if we're talking about nefarious things, and I don't know that this is the case, but I think if it becomes enough of a thing, they could start to generate revenue off it because it becomes a status symbol that you need for a certain market penetration. I don't
1: think that's what their goal is. I, I, I don't know that it is, no. but
3: I could also see a reality in which
1: that's the case. Let me ask you: Are you will you go to a store once this once this label has become a regular thing? I'm not the target for. I, it, I understand. Right? That. Yeah. But let's say you see a new six-pack out there mm-hmm. that you of a beer you've never had before. Are you going to look for that label?
3: No, but once again, I, like, like I said, I'm not the target for it. But, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. So when I was out in California, we had a party at my uncle's on Friday night, and one of my, uh, one of my cousins asked me or asked somebody to pick up a four or six-pack of just craft beer, whatever it was, and they no. bought Golden Road. That was what they brought because that was – so, I mean, does the, you know, if, if he has a little more knowledge of what that label means, does he avoid that purchase? Because he is the exact target for it. Right. Yeah. It's somebody that goes to a party or somebody that wants to drink with, with, with friends or alone that wants to sample something that they know. Like I said, it's, it, it's similar in my mind to an organic label where you have some, you know, some marker on your product that differentiates it from.
1: Keep in mind, 10 years ago, organic didn't mean shit. Today, well, it
3: still doesn't. Like, I mean, well, I mean,
1: yeah, but right. I mean, but how many people will buy it because it's organic? Th-
3: but that's my point with the yeah. label, right? The label could mean nothing, I, I mean, especially sure. if you could just pin it at a brewer's number. It doesn't matter who you're owned by. I mean, if if well, if, no,
1: because you have to report into the government. They pull your numbers to see how much beer you actually okay. made. So there beer. is a there's a, it's a hundred percent. Yes, okay. there's it's, a little bit of a vetting process with this yeah. at least. And I, if do, that just,
3: continues, great. But I mean, I could also see it being like an organic label, where hey, there are loopholes for. I mean. Could Lagunitas use it?
1: No, no. they're not independently
3: not owned. No. Okay, but what if they came, came up with a loophole? They'll for... be the
2: biggest brewery not included in that. Sure. That can't use that label, I think.
3: I'm just saying, I could imagine a future in which a brewery Size-wise, grows to that yeah. size and has been of using craft. the label forever, yeah. and they find some loophole to justify them continue and it becoming a controversy. I could see that. I'm not sure that's the case, but... I could see that becoming a reality.
1: Yeah. I think that the, that this label uh, for lack of a better term is a good idea. I like it, and I hope it does its intended effect. I just don't think that it will. I hope that oh. every craft brewer puts it out there, and I hope that every consumer goes and looks for it and picks up a six pack and goes, "This doesn't have that little yellow bottle. Yeah, I don't want it." I agree
3: with you. I, I think hope, it's I, think I, it's hope, I just to, don't think. It's I think it's, work. it's a good idea. I, mean, I don't think it's going to work. I don't either. And 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 maybe maybe not even work. I just but, don't think it will be effective to the level that is necessary. I tell you what to though? If, if
1: the forces. if the people that this was targeting, ABI didn't think that there was some possibility of it becoming a thing, they wouldn't have put out that four minute video from the high end. This, they have to this a made response, no why? Why not ignore it and say, No,
2: would we care? Because they don't want people to believe, not believe that their high end brands are craft. I they I, have to respond to it.
1: I think that I agree they, with that. I think that they made they, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um. Uh, they supported that label more by making the video than they would have if they. I don't think that they. True. They validated it. They validated that label by that's making their their I, video. I, I, I we don't. all
2: watched this. Oh, hold on! Before we get to that, let me ask Kyle specifically as a bar owner. You are a craft beer bar. Would you ever consider not carrying a product because it didn't have that label in your business? Absolutely not. Okay, and I think that's where you know we're gonna lose a lot of the importance of this label is if it's only for consumer and you can't get businesses to sign on with it then what's the difference sure i
0: i mean i hope i don't make this too long but so i mean if you if you take um so my wife she is like bottom of the road like if i if she had to go buy a purse she is okay with buying something from kohl's there's a lot of women that have to have a louis vuitton purse right so there's that, that look down upon certain groups, right? Same thing with craft beer drinkers. And we see it right now, like, uh, in, and I'm not going to talk bad about Louis beer enthusiasts, but they thought that um, uh, the variant was a trash beer. And they, they're like, it's not worth $30, which we all thought was crap. But, and, and you see all the time, it's like, hey, is this worth the money? Or, or you see shelf turds. All, there's a lot of great beer there, but unless you're looking cool enough to certain people, some people won't drink it. And maybe that'll turn into that yellow bottle that's like, hey, well, you know what? I'm only going to drink that because this is what BA says that
1: is absolute craft. Did I did I make sense there? Did, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's, you think there, that there, the there. yellow bottle will become a status symbol and people will buy it because they want to look cool? Yes. That that's that's all I was going for. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I re- I really think that. I don't. I I have a hard time thinking that that's the case. And the reason that I say that is uh, BCBS. All these, you know, you go with the enthusiasts again. That that group. I'm not pointing to them specifically, but that group of America that would fit in with the St. Louis beer enthusiasts. They all talk a big game about support local, fuck ABI, blah 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 until Black Friday. And they all go s- run into the stores to get BCBS. Yes. Yeah.
2: How so, many posts have we seen of cases on punk cases in somebody's yeah. living room? Like, look at my score. I'm going to turn around and flip them all. And like, then,
1: right. So you'll see all those posts. And then you'll see that one guy that says, great, good for you. Fuck them. They don't have the little yellow bottle. And I think that's what will end up happening nationwide.
2: I can't wait for that to happen this <laughs> Me too. You know, I, I
1: think that will happen. I, and they're not going to say it doesn't have the little yellow bottle, but they're going to say I will. It's, owned, <laughs> it's owned by the giant or, overlord. I'm not going to support them. Sure. And I think that's great. I wish more people would do that. But it, those people will be one in 50. You know, And it's just – I don't – I love the idea. I hope it catches on. I hope it becomes a thing. I don't think that it will.
3: I also love the opinion more and more that this is a – Conversation that only happens with a very narrow and specific group of people. It means more to that thing
2: means more to us here sitting at this table than it means to ninety percent. And so we're talking about
3: percentages. Like I mean, I just that's why I don't know that this is going to catch on. And if it does, I don't know what that looks like because I don't, I don't know. Take
1: it back to your organic thing. How many people in the world or in the country actually eat? I mean, it can't (laughs) be the same or much more than the beer numbers that you were throwing out. (laughs) <laughs> what if we gave a label to the Anheuser-Breweries that was just a penis? Like they just had to wear a penis on their bottle. I think every bottle and can should just have a, a penis, so that when you drank, it all looked na- like it was yeah. in your mouth.
2: Can we do that?
1: I think that should be a national law.
3: Who is, who is <laughs> we in this scenario? Are you manufacturing them in your basement? I'm
2: unclear. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll make I'll the chip stickers it. if I have to. I got a I friend know. that's
1: pretty good at Photoshop. I'll ask him to do it. <laughs> he does all my artwork. <laughs> It's Mark. I know. Uh,
3: So uh, one thing I I wanted to mention. So, Jeff, earlier today you posted um, an article, another article, Watch the Hands, Not the Cards, The Magic of Mega Brew. And it was this guy basically talking that Anheuser is, that AB is buying up all these breweries for a variety of reasons. But one of the things, the crux of the article, was that they're basically doing it to save their legacy what they called premium beers, Budweiser and Bud Light. I brought this
1: up uh, in like week one or week two of the show, but I couldn't find the link to the story to actually bring it up and discuss it a little further. I finally found it again today. It seemed to fit in. So.
3: No, I, I think it does. I just, I don't, here's my whole thing. The, the crux of the article seemed to be they're doing this to save Budweiser and Bud Light. I think that's absolute crap. Why? If you are working for Anheuser-Busch right now, Uh are you betting the future on Bud Light? There's no way.
1: If they're selling a six-pack of Bud Light for $6, what do you think it costs them? A dollar? A dollar. Okay, I was going to say less. It might be be less. Who knows? But then you've got uh, uh, 312, and they bring that down to uh, uh, a $5 six-pack. What sure. do you think that costs? I
3: I, un- I understand that argument. What I'm saying is, if you are working for ABI right now, are you really betting the future on Bud Light? You're betting that you can buy enough craft beer and lower the price that where p- people are going to pivot back from even three one two to Budweiser and Bud yes, Light. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's I think that's that's ridiculous. still the most drank beer in the world, especially in the now, U.S. But their margins are, are like their their margins went from 19 percent to 16 percent of the total market share. And I don't not think
1: margins. That, that's just market share. Market share, yeah. 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 What did I say? You said margins. Margin. Yeah.
3: Their margins oh, margins their margin, are yeah, profit. Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. sure. No, I just meant their their percentage went from nineteen to sixteen. Right. That trend, I can't imagine that reversing. And not I mean, you really think that you that even by buying all these breweries and positioning them cheaply, or position them in line with with Bud Light, that suddenly you're going to grow Bud Light by 3%?
1: No, 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 no. You're not going to grow that market share back. What they're worried about is the 95% of beer drinkers that are going to continue to drink the American light lager continue to buy Bud Light and not Coors Light or Miller Light or Beast Ice or anything else. Outside of
2: the United States that doesn't even matter anymore. No. Coors and Miller and AB are the same, right? Same fucking monster. Yeah. Outside of the U.S., is the United States that big of a get on beer? I don't think it is. If you look at shares of, uh, you know, beer drinking in other countries, I think the U.S. is pretty low on the totem pole as far as quantity of beer drank. Oh, I, I
1: no, I'm gonna disagree. I, I, I think I, per I, capita. I, I think we drink less
2: beer than a lot of other countries. I did find a
0: lot. I, well, I, I did uh, for beer school. I did no, um, just find a lot. It's, well, I, I'll sorry. give you. Yeah. I, I did. It's I did a, and- I did a uh, a thing for beer school, and of the countries that drank the most beer, we were twenty two overall. That sounds about right.
1: Yeah, I mean so, for per capita. Per capita, yeah. And there's how many countries in the world? Wikipedia. Two, this is a, a 40, lot. Fifty two eighty.
2: Fourteen was the last year that they have listed, and we were seventeenth overall per capita. Why not focus on those other sixteen countries? And
3: well, that's where they're going. I mean, that that's certainly a strategy they have to. for yeah, I and mean, that's where the that's where the new growth is. All but I'm I, saying is, I I can't. One of the most seminal moments of my entire life was the old radio show where we're talking, and you said, "Hey, take a drink of Bud Light and tell me what it tastes like." Yeah. Is this a good beer? And I had never thought about uh, like when I think of Bud Light now, I think of it as a generic uh, just a generic beer. Like I'm in college drinking out of a red Solo cup and the 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 taste in my mouth is Bud Light. That's what I associated with. Sure. It doesn't taste good, right? I just can't imagine a world in which Anheuser Busch is betting their future on that and Budweiser. Do you know anybody that drinks Budweiser? Do you know one person?
2: Yes, I prefer Budweiser over Bud Light. Like if we were to go out and get a bucket of something, I would almost always drink Budweiser. Sure. But most of the people I, with I mean, I've, drink been out, I've been out, I've been out with you
3: a lot, right? I don't. We've never had a bucket of Budweiser. No, because
2: again. I'm the only one that drinks it. This is what yeah. I mean,
3: though. I mean, I, I just, I'm the same way. Hmm? But, but you know, I, I understand if what you're you, saying. It, it's, if you it. worked for that company, you would be betting. You would be betting your future. All I'm saying is I think the reason that Anheuser-Busch is buying these breweries and, and, and expanding into certain markets is because they know they have to diversify. They have to move away from Budweiser and Bud Light because it can't be the backbone of their, their business anymore because it's not a good beer.
0: No, I, don't, I what, don't agree with that at all. What if they think they, it'll circle back around again? Yeah. Is it
3: cyclical like that? I mean, has uh, it proven to be cyclical?
0: In time, yeah.
1: It has. Well, it was in time because because of prohibition. Yeah. That's what killed all the breweries. No, I don't think it has been cyclical to this point. But we're we're experiencing something brand new. This has never happened before. So they don't know if this is going to be cyclical or not. What they do know is that. Sure, but it's. Sure, out of 100% of beers drank, only 15% of them are craft. That leaves eighty five percent that is still Budweiser. Yeah, why wouldn't you count on that as being the future?
3: Because that number is shrinking and is shrinking
1: dramatically. Yeah, and how so long ago precision? was it? Was craft beer at ten percent instead of fifteen? Five. Yeah, five years ago. Sure. You yeah, yeah. eighty five years till it catches up. I mean, no, I. But no, I understand, but it, it
3: is. But the cra- if we're talking about a craft beer revolution, where I mean, really, craft beer has come on and
1: it's come on strong.
3: In my mind, this is. I'm trying to think of a comparison. I, th- I is, think buying like- these
1: breweries works as a double-edged sword, and I think that's usually used as a negative connotation. I don't mean it that way. It's uh, you get the the benefits of both. One, you can lower the price to save on the goodwill, like that article said, uh, and you uh, you also uh, sorry, I, I totally lost my train of thought there. You 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 buy Goose Island, you get the craft brand. And you can also lower the price to save Budweiser you, you get them, you get it both ways it's it 's having your cake and eating it too, but I think what their main goal is is to save Budweiser not to own craft
3: I, I and I completely disagree with that. I think that they have positioned themselves uh, with these breweries because they know they're higher quality they can buy the goodwill they can buy the the uh, prestige factor.
1: And oh, I don't they're not buying any goodwill. They lose goodwill every time they buy one.
3: How many people yes. know? How many, we still drink Goose Island. Oh, like how many yeah. how many Goose Island people have they alienated?
1: What percentage? The, no clue. But What I'm saying but, is, say Goose, Goose Island was I mean, yeah. Goose
3: Island was was an independent brewery and Anheuser-Busch bought them. They haven't messed with it as far as we can tell, and it's it's still a prestigious brand. We still talk about all their all their releases. I mean, I, that it's only grown in value. Yes. Tremendously. Yes. For, 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 I don't know. From the point yes. Anheuser-Busch bought them, What you you don't think they've increased in value at all?
1: Probably. But that's been, what, 10 years now? Probably not that long. It hasn't been that long. Six. Six years? Sure. Whatever. When but we if you visited, tell me that we visited you don't them, think they that Goose Island took a AB. hit. Yes, they were.
3: They were? Yeah. I don't think Goose Island.
1: Uh, if you tell over, me that Goose Island didn't take a hit on that goodwill when they were bought out, no, I, I I'm going no, to disagree talk, with you. I mean, we were I talking you're about
2: way off right now. I think, I think Goose Island has made so much more beer and sold so much. more No beer one is than talking beer.
1: about beer right now. I'm talking about that goodwill that was brought the up. And the, it,
2: How many more? Oh, it pe- does matter. Did you read the article? Okay, it absolutely yeah. matters. The few people that are mad at Goose Island. It's such a small comparison to how many more people can get it now that love it. It's offset by that that.
1: And that has happened over six years, was my point. I'm talking about day A, January 1st, Goose Island is owned by Goose Island. On January 2nd, it's owned by ABI. If you think that Goodwill didn't take a hit... I think you're crazy. It's over it, the, and it
2: took a while to build it back up. I think
1: that's what I said.
2: But I'm just saying over, I think it's even right even higher now, than I mean, it right was when
3: now. Yeah, I and mean, you think Goose Island is more. less than it was in terms of goodwill or prestige or any of those things. And goodwill it was and sexually? prestige, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't think that's but
1: right. I, I, they are they are clearly worth more in value. Yeah, sure. One of you guys. I mean, you
0: guys, the the amount of barrels that each brewery produces is common knowledge on as far as public goes. Can you look it up? and see how many barrels that Goose Island has produced in the last four years. And I guarantee it's grown each year. Don't you think, Jeff? I'm sorry? Don't you think that Goose Island has produced more barrels in the last, oh, let's say, in oh, five yeah, years? 100%. Yeah, Definitely. Because,
2: because it's no longer being made in Chicago. Brewing most of their flagship beers sure. outside of the Goose facility. Yeah. Goose is only focusing on making their higher-end products at in Chicago now.
3: Alright, yeah. so let, let me rephrase this. Maybe this is the question I'm tra- If you were in charge of ABI right now, what would you, what, what what would your future look like? What, do, what are you banking on? Buy at? all the breweries. What? Take a billion dollars <laughs> and buy as many craft breweries <laughs> yeah, as you can. Right, Fucking
2: but, do it. Who cares? You well, money. antitrust people as you do. As you I mean, can. because
3: that's what they're talking. I, I don't know if that will come to fruition because I mean, they have a lot of political clout and a lot of money they, they, they can throw at the problem.
2: We like to give money back to our communities. <laughs> <laughs> including Washington. if I'm
1: Carlos Brito right now, sure, and I've got, and I get to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I call up my guy that's in charge of buying breweries. And I say, "Do me a salad. Here is five hundred million dollars. I want you to go to Cottleville, Missouri. <laughs> I want you to write a check on. and give it to two Shamrocks. Is an O'Fallon. This is a really important interruption."
2: It. uh Apparently, uh is getting released tomorrow, and that was my bucket list item. So, if someone right now, well, you guys aren't listening, <laughs> the guys at the table <laughs> right now can put a uh, trip together for me. I can get my bucket list wish from uh, the last. B- what? Blobbier. Oh, Blobbier. Cantillon. Yeah. Evil Twin just posted that they're there, and we're going to be in first in line. Nice.
0: So we have a, like a breaking news. Should we do like a sound effect or something? I just like that? did. That was <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Like you do more though. Like beep 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 beep. What is this the <laughs> Morse code? Yeah, you got it. I
2: mean the beer. Right,
0: What was the first beer that we had?
2: Oh fuck, Moon Man. Apparently that was a week ago. Lynn's showing me old posts, and now I'm sad because <laughs> uh, I'm not going to make it to see next wow. year's lobby release.
1: I was just getting ready to call you up before you. Thanks, man. Hey, do me a favor. Pick one up for Justin. <laughs> so we have not talked about
3: what
2: we're drinking tonight, the lineup. Oh, we're only going to make it through like two of these beers. Yeah. We had, a, we had a heated debate going on. And it, we could have just circled and circled and circled because I feel like all four of us had slightly different viewpoints and none of us really wanted to budge on what we thought was going to happen with... I didn't even no, get to like conjecture. four of the other things
1: I yeah, wanted to talk I about. Think it's so. fun though.
3: But it's it is, but it's all conjecture. I don't if you had to bet what the craft beer landscape was going to look like in five years, I don't think any of us would be comfortable laying solid money down on it because I don't <laughs> no. I I think so many things can happen. I you know, it would not surprise me if Anheuser Busch at some point really does get challenged with some type of antitrust or and you know, you can't buy. It would also not surprise They let me. them
1: buy Miller. They're going to let them buy anything. But it else would not, su-
3: right? It would not surprise me if in five years they have twenty more breweries that they've that sure. they've, you
2: I'm, know, I'm that not they buy a brewery in every. Sure that in region. five years we don't have half the amount of breweries we have right now in this country.
3: I don't, I don't know. I don't no, know. No, there's no way. No. I think there's if,
2: a, if you're adding one and a half a day, there's, there's no way a that they're. Bubble I, I, I think very so. Soon. Like, I, I think we're starting two it right now. Ago. When we were doing the Brews Room two years ago, we had a discussion one day. It was like, the saturation of the market, is it there? Where's the bubble going to happen? Two years ago, I said, oh, there's plenty of room. I don't think, I, now, today, I don't think that's the case anymore. But
0: like I said, just what Kreider said, you have to make really great beer. People are going to drive to you no matter what. I mean, Jeff's, and you guys have proved it the whole time. People are willing to travel to Cottleville. I mean, in in three years ago, you guys were the furthest brewery west, right? I mean, as far as yeah. our area goes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, people are willing to travel. I'm I'm proof of it. That's that's why I started coming here. The and and it's the same thing. Why Kreider picked his location? He's a I, he said, I don't give a shit. I know I'm off some railroad tracks that no one knows where it is, but I make really great beer. But he already had so the I'm gonna make money. To but but those people that don't make great beer and are further out or are on the, you,
2: let's say they're right off of 70 and they don't make great beer, they're going to fall apart and they're going to go away. If Kreider was We've to seen open it. his brewery today in his location without the yep. you know, pre-knowledge of what he did no one would give two yep. shits or go see him out there. Absolutely, it's so far out of the way you can't. It's find not it. in a good there's location. Bad parking. It's kind of a dangerous area. Yes, you know, like no one's gonna. The go reason he can pull
3: him. off that location is because he's made it,
2: great he beer. He already had the beer. Yes. Okay. I. I, I and, and I, I think I, that's what we want to get I, I really in the next wanna, five I, years. Is that there's so many mediocre to bad breweries out there right now? We're gonna see a ton of them close really soon. I, can I completely don't think agree. Fifty percent, but that might be a high number. But I, I
0: think a good chunk. Take Charleville. That no one knew about from St. Genevieve, Missouri, and really like if you go down in this. They've been making beer for twelve on, years. Hold on, though. People but how that. many people are really like downtown? Like, man, can I get a Charlottesville? I'm going to travel Four, out for twelve. That other end. They moved Two. To, They move. They moved downtown. They open a nice, uh, you know, a nice brewery and a nice little um, tasting room, and they make great beer. That's why they're going there. They're already established. They're not that established, though, I, man. Because you could take Piney River the same way. You could talk to Brian. He's the same thing. He's like, no one wants to buy my shit in St. Louis because it's called, you know, fish ale or whatever. You know, like I mean, like you <laughs> yeah, know, that it sounds terrible. You know what I mean? Like it's he has these Definitely different nice names. I don't
1: from. think that you can categorize Charleville as being established and therefore being okay to open up in St. Louis. I can and, and get you. people there. Yeah. I don't think so because. How many times did you go to a grocery store and go, oh, Tornado Alley, I'll grab that? And I don't think that you were in the minority by being that guy. I'm so this, is this is the most longest question, because I don't know.
2: go to the store and buy six packs of anything. I understand that, but it's not but just you different. that we're talking about. We're well, talking you're, about you're, the you're general you're, you're consumer. You're talking to me personally, and I'm saying I'm kind of an abnormal thing. And I, know I understand what you're saying, and I feel like it's hard for me to uh, put myself in that situation, because I don't. Have the average consuming habits of a, a you know normal beer drinker? Sure. I what just, are we drinking? Uh, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> From know. Perennial, right? This is a shared uh, side project. Oh, side project. Uh, it's a uh, saison. Uh, Orange is
3: on wheat, Belgian style white ale.
2: I will just say this: I will put a hundred dollars down right now, and if there is more than four thousand breweries in this country in five years, I'll pay all of you a hundred bucks. I think it's, I think we're 6, a 000. decline now. I think it's way more than that. I think we have one more, more year of increase and I think we see a big drop off in, in at least uh, the first year, it'll be a drop off in breweries opening and then the next year and the next year and the next year will be breweries that are opened. I bet there is, but what, how, what ma- do how many years you say that to five? Five, I, I bet there's gl- over 6,000.
3: You think there's just such a glut of bad breweries yeah. that people are going to abandon? I think
2: them? there's too many people out there that are just jumping in you on know. it to cash in or they think they're going to cash in and don't understand what it takes to actually get people to keep coming back to your... With so many good options out there, why would I go to the shitty brewery down the street? Like, There's two Denny's in the town. It's the family guy thing. Let's not go to that one. That one sucks. Let's go to the other Denny's. Like, we're, <laughs> we're all the same, right? It's craft beer. We're all doing... Kind of the same thing. Oh, why would I, I go to? Why would I go to that one that makes mediocre beer when I can come here and drink a really good beer? I just completely disagree because
0: uh, okay. everyone wants to try something different. That's why Untapped is the as popular we, as it is. We've I exhausted
2: know. beer flavors at this point, right? It's so hard to come no. up with. Nobody's original. made my Kit Kat beer no. until we make I, my Kit you, Kat y- beer.
0: I, I completely disagree. Mark, give me because 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 <laughs> all, all beers are made whether they're made well. You could all take the same ingredients. You could all take. The certain hops, the certain yeast, the certain water, and you could all make a very, very
2: different beer. Someone's going to do of. it right. i, I'm just, I know What I'm saying is, flavor profiles in beer have pretty much been exhausted. You, know, you talk about it in the movie industry, every concept in the movie industry has pretty much been done right. Like they, everyone just rehashes something that's.
3: What do you call it, Jeff? Been done before. Monetizing nostalgia.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's that, that. those are my words.
2: Yeah. You can't. That's where we're at with beer right now. I there's. It's so hard to come up with anything. Although I will say, we got the dragon's milk s'mores beer on, oh it, and I've had s'mores God. beers before. That beer fucking crushed. Man, it. I've not had it, it yet. Is it awesome. is incredible. That's one of the first beers this year that I've
1: had, and I said, "Holy
2: shit, this beer's fucking awesome."
1: It tastes like a chocolate covered marshmallow in a glass. Yes. That's nine point one percent alcohol. It's it's awesome.
0: I, I just think that it's continued to invent itself. The the craft beer market's gonna keep going. You
1: can only put so much shit into beer. We we keep going that that's what I think is gonna end up happening, <laughs> and I've and I've said this before. I don't think we're gonna lose this huge glut of breweries like you do. Yes, I do think some will close and I think it'll be a substantial number. Twenty percent might be about right. But what's gonna happen is they're just I still think these breweries are gonna start Decreasing production, decreasing their footprint across the U.S. I like that much and better. People are going to be—it's—it is truly going to be drink local, a neighborhood brewery as yes. opposed to even a local like neighborhood. I, I but that's all you need to stay alive. I think it'll it's be more like, than it's a, it's that. A, it's will be more than a neighborhood brewery, but it will. I think, I, like, I could see it one day we can't get Ballast Point in Missouri anymore. Sure. If you want Ballast Point, you got to go to, you know california arizona nevada and i you don't know that's where their that footprint about is. where the
2: industry is going though i don't i, I kind of like look gonna, forward to it
1: I don't what's the like point clubs, of beer trading you know, right point. now we were calling yeah. we were talking about beer trading the other day what's the point of trading anymore because there's nothing else yeah. out there you know we can get everything and of course that's hyperbole but you know what i'm saying i think we
0: grow to a, a, an enormous <laughs> amount of breweries and is- and i think yeah. that the micro brewery is your corner bar it's it's why this why exit I six right now has survived. Too. It's why Shamrocks has survived. It's because we I have such a that great following because a viable of that viable business
2: option. For it absolutely a brewery though. it
0: absolutely is because a brewery makes more money than than I make because your markup is completely different. It's it's
1: it's fair it's that not is. A, it's not a viable option for a brewery if you're looking at the thirty barrel brew house. Yeah, if you're but a, for a if, fifteen or smaller, sure. Yeah, no, it's absolutely I viable. See that. But a lot you of local just, players and a couple a regional, yeah. a couple of regional and say, guys,
3: and then a couple national guys. I mean, you, I can see you,
1: that you can't open up a 15 barrel brew house today and say, "I can't wait to send my beer to L.A." And I'm talking about here in St. Yeah, Louis. No, you can't do it. If Unless you're a off that says, yeah. "Hey,
0: I want to get on in the big bubble and I want to make some money because I think breweries make money," you will fail. It's the same thing. I mean, and we're all we're all restaurant well, people. A, not, we all get not it. Not if you make good it, beer. If you, like, it, I mean, it, it, it's it's every it's every uh, it's, every old, right. it's every old guy that says, "You know what? I really want to open a bar because I'm going to bring all my friends in and I'm well, make some money." Uh, That's the same thing that is going on with microbreweries right now. I someone agree. someone just asked
2: me. They said, and "Why, how can you why don't you?" tell me They're, they're going to grow. How can you tell me and sit here and talk, say that exact statement and tell me there's not going to be a shitload of breweries that don't make it? This is why. Because you're going to grow to a certain amount of people, a certain amount of bars, microbreweries.
1: It's going to be huge. Are there any other?
0: Instances? But that, mark, that, that share of what they're making is going to be much smaller. It's, it, it's, like I said, it's going to become, instead of your, instead that, of your big microbrewery, wherever
1: I travels to, you're going to be the corner bar. The reason being is that you make your money selling across the bar. Yeah. Not distributing yes. across the country, but it's yes. not that's where your that money is made. Money.
0: Like I think, I think it absolutely is. is. Oh you make, make all hear. your money selling it across the bar. No, you that's where you make all, all your money.
2: What I'm saying is, I don't think you know exactly how much money you're making per pint going across the bar. I absolutely do, and how many pints you have to sell to make a living as a brewery. It's way more money than I make. It's way more money. The markup is because because I, I go through
0: another. I have to buy it from a distributor. You guys make it here you sell it across the bar, you make more money. Sure. That's why it'll become the, the corner bar.
2: And I hope th- you're right. I yeah. hope that's what happens. I just don't see that's the way it's going. And uh, Lynn just pointed something out to me when Lynn's I said wrong. that there was no more flavors sorry, that you could do. And I forgot that uh, she showed me the video of Yepa throwing fried chicken into a beer yeah, that
1: one was uh, the, the last the one. The that was, it. That, that was, that, was that, it. that was the last we flavor. We've yeah. done them all, guys. Yeah, <laughs> shut all it right. down. Everyone's doing loggers from now on.
3: Old barn hay.
1: <laughs> I want. I want to point and out right now. Sangria berries,
3: and that um, was.
1: I know that one of the things we've been focusing on is keeping the show a little bit shorter than what we have in the past. We are at one hour and five minutes, and we still have a segment to do with Good Boys we do have we a blind, a, okay. blind Beer of the Week. We've got a new, we got a new yeah. segment. We've, so we've, we've, had, can we, we've uh, had two beers.
3: Wait a minute. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't solve craft beer. Guys. We'll continue it next we did, week.
1: Oh. But can we uh, can we take five, yeah. and then we'll come back and do yeah. Good Boys Beer of the Week? Blind, yes. blind Beer of the Week. The blind Beer of the Week. All right. Cool.
3: All right, everybody. We're introducing a brand new segment. Segway. Segway. By the way, we've never explained that joke. That joke was from the old so show. Yet. Yeah, we do it a lot. I've noticed we do it a lot. Anytime anybody says the word segment, everybody chimes in with no, segway. No, it's just
0: you guys. Okay. Jeff and I know exactly what we're supposed to. Say. Jeff is the one that started that. I don't think so, Tim. Yes.
3: Either way. Say, Tim. We're starting a yeah. brand new <laughs> segway right now. Good boy, John. Our good friend, my friend, good boy, John. Uh, we're going to do something called the Blind Beer of the Week. Good Boy John has poured in each of our glasses a beer we know nothing about. We don't know the name of it. We know nothing about it. And we're going to each sample it right now and go around the table. And I want you to tell me what you think about this beer. If you like it, what you taste. So, Justin, why don't you lead off?
1: Can I, uh, ask, take, can I ask Good Boy a question before we
3: start? Sure.
1: Is this a well-known beer?
3: I've yeah, never heard of this beer. Well that's
1: right. okay. Well so, so much for He's, guessing what it is or okay. anything. So we're not so gonna be right. it's
3: not gonna be guessing, but Justin, I want you I want your first thoughts. Smell, taste, mouthfeel, <laughs> what 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 do you get? What flavors do you get on it?
2: Uh aroma's nice. Uh nutty, kinda coffee uh, A lot of chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, color dark. Touch of coffee. Nice, it's roasty. Nice head. Like I would put this in the it's either a brown or a super light porter, if I had to guess. Off of aroma and color only.
1: I'm going to go on the stout page. I, uh, mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, no way, Jose. Let's see.
2: Let's taste. It's yeah.
3: super carbonated.
1: I, I'm my, only going off of aroma, and I'm saying this is a stout. My original thought was okay. a brown, and wow. now
2: I'm absolutely on the porter page. Uh, so first impressions on flavor. It's much more bitter than I expected off the aroma. Um, lots of dark, like, bitter coffee notes here. Like, coffee grounds.
1: Bitter. I have a hard time getting anything past the effervescence. This beer is way overcarbonated. <laughs> it dances.
2: <laughs> it's it dances in your
1: it, mouth. It stings the tongue. It, There's it so much it carbonation on stings up. the nostrils.
0: I'm going to go with a thick brown ale. Um, I agree with the carbonation
3: thing. That was the first thing, but I agree with, the, I agree with the coffee grounds too. Like all I taste is carbonated coffee grounds. Hey,
0: good boy. Is this and a
3: hint of toffee?
0: Is this a commercial beer? Like, it, do we know the facts about all of it? Uh, probably, it's, a beer?
3: he said probably a commercial yeah. beer. It, no, it is a
0: commercial. Okay. So what I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, what, give me a, or Mark, give me an alcohol percentage on this
2: beer. Oh, that's a good. That's a good question.
3: Twelve, eight. There are other answers. <laughs> I'd
2: put it at seven and a half. Um, I'm gonna go with like way less. Yeah, I'm I go so with uh, five point eight.
3: Uh, I was gonna say five four.
2: It's got a touch of <laughs> Jeff human
3: breathalyzer. What do you got?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. Eight and a half. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's no dead. way. You think it's high? It's high. high. Uh, it's high. I'm not I sure if it's, it's the
2: bitter like flavor I'm getting that's kind of maybe setting it off. Maybe wait. it's a lower beer, a lower ABV. Good boy. What's the ABV? It's
1: ten. 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 Oh
0: wow! Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm gonna
1: fucking doubt my palate oh, wow. again. Oh man! <laughs> fucking peasants.
0: I'm normally really good at that, and man, was I way off. Ten.
2: Just feel the way, like you can feel the heat on your tongue. Like once you get past it's a the hot beer, you get past the bubbles. Like mm. there's a lot of heat. I, I can't. I, I can't get past the bubbles. High. Like. I have a pretty good palate for guessing ABV and, and to be that far That's off. What I'm, saying. I'm kind of I'm a normally shocked do too. To Much
3: like Macaulay Culkin going to Neverland, I can't
0: get past the bubbles. <laughs>
2: Terrible. You're wow. fired. Timeout.
1: You go in timeout right now. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with the show. Right. We'll see Jeff next week. <laughs> no, no, you won't. No. All right, I'm done forever. Good We've boy? seen Jeff for seven That's, episodes. Uh... It was a good
2: time. Good boy. What is this beer?
1: Oh, we're done. Okay.
3: Well, no. Did you have? Did you have like, I, I, I have, have a guess. guess. Well, he said it was nothing you've ever heard of. Oh. No, yeah,
1: no. that's I, why I'm, I'm staying with the uh, I'm Imperial Stout. All right. First of so. all, tell
3: us tell us what style of beer. Imperial Oatmeal Stout. stout. Uh huh. You're welcome. All right. Who's it by? This
2: color does not say Imperial no, Stout. I agree. This says Imperial Brown. I, I can't see I'm through I'm on mine. the same thing. Are you, I'm looking through it right now. Like I can see through the beer in my cup. Yeah.
0: Justin, if you, if I had to guess this beer, it'd have been Maduro Brown from cigar city.
1: It's that's in
3: Jackson, Mississippi.
1: Oh, I'm going to Jackson.
3: <laughs> uh, Lucky Town Brewing. Anybody? Never heard of. Never of. heard of. Uh, this is called Hot Coffee. It's an imperial oatmeal stout brewed with coffee, chocolate, cinnamon, and chili peppers, which I don't get at all. Uh,
1: no peppers on here. Yeah. Of course, maybe that's the coffee flavor. Yeah, uh, yeah, that could be. How old is this? Do we know? Is there a born on date? No. All right. Now
2: that you uh. say peppers, like yeah, I kind of get yeah. that. I don't like that way. I don't. I don't like to
0: like guess my own fucking. You know, or like it's. Or like I don't like someone to tell me
2: what what it
1: is. I'll like the tell peppers. you
2: what you're drinking. You're drinking this beer with his label on it, or else.
1: <laughs> well, you told him. I did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got you good, you fucker.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm I still don't trying. taste peppers. I'm trying to taste peppers. I don't right taste nothing. On,
2: right on the front end, think really think peppers before you hit the coffee and the chocolate. I think there's a
1: maybe. Okay, it, it, when when you said peppers, uh, I assumed spice like like a mole. But if anything, it's the green peppers that I'm tasting yeah. a, a green bell pepper, which, which I get a lot from a coffee beer. Yeah. So if anything, I taste that, but I don't think that's on purpose. Uh, I, I don't taste any sort of habanero, red pepper, Can or you anything like that. Put the word chili
3: peppers on a beer. I want to taste spice. I want to have that. Yeah.
1: Of course, now I, my tongue might be a little exhausted. I had Sunisa's for dinner tonight. And yeah, Su- what? Sunisa's? What's that? You never had Sunisa's? Oh. Do you like Thai food? I like oh. spicy food. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, you're like in. This. <laughs> you're in. Just go right around the corner. It's in Schnucks's parking lot. Yeah. They're on N and uh, Mid River Small Drive. Really? Sunisa's. It's a Thai restaurant so good it is so good order it like spicy but yeah, it's I like spicy food yeah sue the lady who owns it i assume her full name is sunisa but it everybody is. calls her sue uh when she is cooking you want to dial it down a notch or two hmm. of for what you are you know you order one through five i always order four and yeah. if sue is working i usually get about an eight so <laughs> i got an eight today what'd you have curry uh no no i don't like curry i oh, don't like their red either, curry is man. so good i don't like curry. that's what mike had um mike f-bomb mike yeah. uh brought me lunch today it was very nice you uh, guys ever had a good curry guy. beer yeah. Yeah. no no <laughs> me and, Token and a curry heaven yes. oh, yeah
2: no. God, and, and, and me and justin are the only two people in the Kenedra world that have ever liked it from ballast point indra canidra
1: yes that's a great beer too there's no such thing as good curry
2: no what was the one that we
0: really liked? justin from new belgium
2: uh, that was, uh, that, was, the that was a coconut curry. curry.
3: Have coconut curry, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Both yeah. those beers, fantastic. Yeah, I did not like that
0: beer was,
3: I don't like coconut. I like curry. I, that was the problem with that beer for me. So you didn't have curry, but Mike
1: did. Mike did. I had a, uh, it's the number 52. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's made with peanut butter, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but it's egg noodles and carrots and green peppers and these noodles and chicken and I ordered a four. Like I said, I got an eight. I'm really dreading when I go home tonight. <laughs> Poopy. It's not going to feel good. Um,
2: but, yeah, maybe my in. mouth is
1: still yeah. affected by that spice because I don't taste anything on this. Mm. Yeah. And anybody t- that's never been to Sinise's, you should go. Really, I well, didn't especially have, I didn't have fire food. They don't even I, pay us for that advertisement. That's just Can, we,
0: can we mention, I, I'm sorry, I, I know we just mentioned one. Can, what, what's the liquor store down the street? Number one, right. stop. Number one spot. 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 Number one spot. Number one spot. That guy's awesome. What's his Eid. name? Ead. Ead. If you get a chance to go through Cottoville, right here right right next... next Exit th- 6. Right next Exit 6. There's a liquor store right there in between Rack House. And the guy is so... Ead is so great. Uh, loaned me my headphones today. But also knows what I drink. So here's a free like shout-out to him. Go and, go and get yourself a tall boy of Natty if you need to. Or... They get a payday there. Uh, or monster. <laughs>
3: speaking of shout-outs, uh, one of the things that was requested, we didn't do this last week. Uh, do you guys have anything interesting out at the bar you want to talk about?
1: Jeff? Jeff? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no, we've got plenty. Of, just, sorry, you just put me on the spot no, there. No, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, We just tapped our watermelon wit. Nice. Um, we've got uh, uh, blondage. 3.0 on right now. Nice aged in a white wine barrel for almost three years. Uh, it was our third lambic. Oh, I mean, two years, not three years. This, I just misspoke. Um, it's the third lambic that we have done. We've got a keg of both one and two. We'll eventually blend those to make a goose. Um, and then we've got uh, uh, some hot pun coming out soon. It's our new IPA. We've never made before. Oh, okay. Our pineapple of beer is some hot pun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: awesome! Oh, we got Libs Wim laughing. <laughs> that is awesome. And for some reason, I, I looked it up. Uh, we had another. What was the other name you were thinking about? We talked about and oh, I untapped oh. it, and it had been used. I'm like, ah, we can't use that one. And like, Fuck it, we're calling it some hot pun then. And I looked oh. that up. There, nobody's got that yet. That's great. That's that's awesome.
1: What was the other one I had?
2: That's gonna be our northeast style uh, IPA, by the way, because it's we, new. New Which style. Nobody has done that before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, trendy.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> trendy IPA. That's right. And there was like
1: bandwagon, bandwagon, bandwagon. Yeah. And there
2: was like four hundred other breweries that have done a northeast IPA yeah. called Bandwagon. <laughs> we oh, we're so go? far behind. the um, times. I get
0: a couple things. <laughs> I have um, by the time this airs um, Saturday, I have. Um, Jason Sikorski's um, Memorial Poker Tournament at Shamrocks on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, um, that's an annual that event you do, right? Yeah, it's a guy that passed away. Um, they do. What times that start? Um, it starts at noon. Send me a spot. Yeah, okay. I will. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna play too. Um, so there's. It's, it's I'll a be there. And if you listen to the show and you knock me out, you get a twenty dollars gift card to Exit Six. There you go. <laughs> um, so it's
0: a guy that a, a young a uh, young man that he passed away at like 22 years old. And, um, of a rare, um, cancer. And, uh, his family throws this poker event for him every year to, 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 um, they, they basically buy, um, two years for a kid, uh, at Zion Lutheran, um, school up here in St. Charles.
2: Mm-hmm. I actually um, went to middle school there.
0: Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they pay for two kids, a scholarship basically. Um, and then Sunday I have, um, a benefit for a kid that uh, was in a really bad boating accident. Young kid, he's nine years old. Um, got torn up by a, a, a boat, and they're going to try to raise some money for his family. Um, right before, we're going to do a Game of Thrones thing, which we talked about. Yeah. Um, so I have a Game of Thrones night. We're going to do the Game of Thrones beer, and we're going to release uh, Love Child number eight. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's on tap? Yeah. on yeah. Sunday. Yeah. No, we're going to do that uh Friday. Okay. Uh, this Friday. This, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, okay. this Friday. So the day mm-hmm.
3: after the show is posted. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, come channel.
2: Um and I feel like I have one more. That's it. What uh what's the buy-in and stuff for the poker tournament? Uh, yeah, what's
0: the, the buy-in? For the, your buy-in? the buy-in is 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 $25. Um you get a wristband and um it's all you can drink um Oh, sign Light, me up! I'm gonna drink. The, Bud Light. I'm drink you Nick out of Golden,
2: beer. the beer. banquet <laughs> beer.
0: You get a bank. You get the banquet beer.
1: It's all it, you it, can drink it, for twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. And you get to and, play poker. And, yeah.
0: And then and the top prize is five hundred bucks for for a Visa gift card. Uh, and if you come in and, 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 and like like Justin, if you play and then you bring Lynn, um, hers is fifteen and she gets a drink. Same thing.
1: Nice. That is New Holland S'mores, Dragon's Milk. Oh my god! I just awesome. went and poured it real Delicious. quick. Woo. This beer is amazing. So, you, you speaking of all this. you can drink
3: at my at my grandfather's party, one of my aunts put together a spreadsheet of what she thought everybody was going to drink. They basically had two options: one to do a, a flat rate for that the open good. bar, or to do a per drink, uh, you know, uh, the per drink thing. And she chose the per drink thing, and she sat down and tried to figure out. How many beers? How many drinks each one of us would have?
1: What'd she mark you down for?
3: Three. She marked me down for three drinks for a four-hour open bar. So
2: <laughs>
3: my. Have you met your grandma? Yeah, I, this is my aunt. So my 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 cousins, Susan, my aunt cousins Susan? and I, Aunt Susan, it's my cousins random. and I, like we we decided because they made fun of us the first night for drinking so much that we were going to the hashtag that, that <laughs> night was break the algorithm. We were basically trying to drink so much that it was. It was monetarily onerous for her to have done what she did, <laughs> and we did. Like she good for you. dramatically underestimated yeah. how much of an alcoholic I am.
0: Mark, give that a shot over there. Mm-hmm.
3: Puff puff pass. This beer smells amazing. Like it, even before I, even before I tasted it, it was. That's real good. It's it's good drag- awesome. drag- As Jeff, dragons like, milk uh, s'mores. Yeah. yeah,
0: they've really done really well in the last two years with the the variants of dragon's milk.
2: I didn't get to the, add the, uh, the best one, I think. I think so too. Um, but this one is my favorite of all of the ones that we've had so far. I
0: thought the chili ones. Uh, the chili one fell flat last year.
2: It was because uh, I because I really wanted it to be
0: hotter. But other than that, I mean, I thought uh, they did a peanut butter one, right? And mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Yeah, we had that one
1: on here yeah. too. Did um, you
2: have the chai? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I love <laughs> that's so good.
1: That. This the first beer I've had in a long time that just makes me shake my head. Yeah. It just in, in disbelief. It's, when yeah. I
2: had it, I we put it on tap and I smelled it. I'm like, Oh shit, this is gonna be good. Like I just knew it was just on the aroma and then I tried it I'm like, holy crap. This is the mm-hmm. first beer that like it kind of made me set the glass down and just like think about it real quick, like, <laughs> fuck, is this beer really as good as I as yeah. I think yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah it is. Oh. I, I told Jeff, I'm like, You have to it's, have this right now. I gave him my glass.
1: From what I understand it's very limited too, so if you want to get up here and try it while you can yeah, come to 6 and try it. That's fantastic. You
0: know what, Jeff, we need to do uh, next year? What's that? Um, and, you, I mean, you'll definitely be more than I am, but you should keep track of how many different beers you put on in a year.
2: And I don't know. I don't think you – We kind of have an idea. Bo- both, yeah. you, both of us What's have the switched systems. Well, switch how long systems. have we had breadcrumb? Two years. So on tap on breadcrumb, we've had almost 500 beers. No.
1: Yeah on tap on breadcombe, we've had 750 in a year? No. 2 years. I was going to say years. yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Huh. That's that's ballpark but yeah, it's right in that area, very very close. Okay. So, over the last two maybe three years tops, we've put on about 750 beers on tap. Hmm. So.
3: Does that include special casks you do and stuff like that?
1: No, not okay. casks. Because for the most part, those are just rang in under casts. Sure, so sure, sure. Yeah, no, th- those are actual individual labels.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know what? Hell, I'm sitting in front of my computer. Yeah. I can actually tell so you. So I the have exact something. Are,
0: are we going to do Charlottesville's uh,
1: Brewers games? Are we going as a team? That's the plan. Well, three of us are. Mark, Mark is Mark. out. Why are you whispering? That? So, I mean, so we're, we're, we're I can't forward? go. Yeah. So 765. I think that's for draft. over two years. On, yes. draft. on draft. Okay.
0: So our our, yeah. our friends that's at St. Awesome. Bruce and Justin and Blake, I think we call them out and say that oh. we're going to dominate them. Well, we would. I mean, that's that's duh. I mean, it's <laughs> that's duh. <laughs> but but <laughs> do do you think that we should have some type of bet?
2: We could, uh, yeah. So let's call them out right now. Bruce Room versus uh, Beard and Beard. Yeah, impaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: Justin, you're a bitch, and <laughs> and Blake, you're nothing but a fail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to dominate you in those games. So bring I mean, we already have our three guys. Uh, we need one more. We need four. Mark died. Good boy. So, good boy is in? Is yeah, he's in. All right. Good, good, boy's good in. boy in. Let's just call him yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, so Blake and Justin bring your two What should we should we come up with a with a wager? Yeah, there needs to be a wager.
3: There's got to be it's a wager. It's a standard
1: right? bet, right? What a dollar? Well, no, I case in <laughs> no I think it should uh, I feel like I, it, should be, it should work in the show yeah I think it should be yeah, I think it
2: should absolutely be whoever uh, whoever wins gets to go on the other person's show, show and, and just
1: do a week a five a, a week's show no yeah. uh, or a day uh, yeah one episode uh huh so, like one episode of the Bruiser would be done by Justin and Blake, yes. Or, yes. or we get to do an episode isn't of Bearing Impaired. Isn't uh-huh. that
3: just? I mean, if we lose, and we work won't work for us. Isn't that just punishing or Here, listeners? Here's the. Here's well, it does.
1: It does kind of affect our listeners. I mean, I feel bad. Here's for them. the problem:
0: is that when we were there doing uh, Bearing Impaired with them, don't remember it, barely. Uh, his kids were around, so that might mess with it a little bit. So we can't. We can't say too many inappropriate things. So. We'll probably have to do it here. Where
1: were their kids? Yeah, I don't.
0: What, what are the kids? Do you not remember them com- or the, his daughter coming? Oh, no, that oh, was th- the other
1: time before that. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah they were t- There were no kids when we were there. Yeah. Unless oh, they
3: were hidden in the dog crate under the blanket. I don't know where you <laughs> saw children.
1: You're right. I just want to go on beer and impaired and yell, cock balls.
0: <laughs>
1: they don't like that very much. I know. <laughs> Justin is very. I mean. You know what? Why don't we open it up to the viewers or to the listeners? The oh, viewers. Oh, that's really good.
3: No, no, no. Come, okay, so on Facebook.com slash, slash the, the Brewers room, room, come up with what the bet should be between us and St. Brewis.
1: Tag both groups so that uh, because Justin has no idea we've just thrown out the gauntlet. The
2: gauntlet is down.
3: <laughs> Tell us what you think the, the, the bet should be. He's got to come in here and chug a Zima, whatever you want it to be. Uh, lay, lay out the parameters for the baton. Maybe Our we could have
1: one. him as a guest bartender, but he doesn't get to keep any of his tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: That's well, slave labor. You just described <laughs> slave labor. Yeah, like yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, It's not going to be all night. We'll keep him in here as a guest bartender for a couple hours. I don't know. It's just an idea. Throwing it out there.
0: Either
3: way, whatever, they, they, whatever they, you yeah, want we're going to we're we're gonna do. go I down to
1: Charlottesville and, and, yeah.
0: and do this this Brewers game, and we're going to dominate. We're going to dominate. Yeah. I, I mean, it's first place. I, I think that there's no other option for all of us than... No to be in first well i mean i've seen the
3: games there's 12th or 8th or second no no, no no are no,
0: there any others we're gonna dominate two i i didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think
2: of could
0: <laughs> if good boy is in with us i have complete confidence in
2: all four of us although we'll, hold on there's one game that might give us some trouble the three-legged the race,
1: race. <laughs> i'm like actually no i thought about that Do i
2: have to tape my dick to my leg and then run like i'm not sure i've never heard of it's, this game before it's you and kyle
1: that we'll be doing it Because you two did The 40 yard dash Head to head yeah. And Kyle only beat you By 30 yards Of the but 40 get the So fuck out
2: of here <laughs> You this, know that's bullshit this But it
1: was, was close And you two would be Way faster well, than We would definitely Practice I'll just it. throw him On yeah. my back and run like. Yeah we'll practice
0: <laughs> We're absolutely pra- I mean I'm I'm, I'm
1: coming We're gonna win. practice
0: The three legged race
1: Yeah The the We're sack practicing. race We're is are practicing how- Everything <laughs> Great Tell, sack race, yeah. I mean, Tate <laughs> will never listen to this. this but we're coming. to us win. Is drinking. It's a home games, run right? derby. That that's that's, that's you Kyle. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm better than David Freeze. We all know uh, this. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. you
1: two. Yeah. But then we got the keg throwing contest. I believe. Well, got it's got to be. There's a keg yeah. throwing yeah. contest. Yeah, I'm oh, <laughs> in. Empty earful. Well, it's got to be empty. No I threw kegs at
2: uh, <laughs> Brewers Olympics a couple years ago. Got second place on that shit. That's right. And I'm fat. So he's got a point.
1: Siberian impaired. Fuck you. Yeah. We're coming for you. We expect you guys to be in this. Justin, fail. You're done. <laughs> we, need, we need ideas for the bet, though, guys. Yeah. So So get online and, and throw some out there. Make sure you tag the bruise room and Beering Impaired. Make it embarrassing, because we're going to know. Okay, we're all done now.
2: All right, guys. Well, that was the show. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you tune in next week and check out another show we're going to talk about some bullshit on. Also... Post on Facebook, tell us what you want us to do to Blake and Justin when we beat their asses at the uh, Brewers Olympics Games at Charlottesville. That's if they don't puss
1: out. That's right. The Brewers Games. Boom. Thanks for listening to The Brewers Room, brought to you by St. Brewers Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show, but who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show's awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway N in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at QuestionablePursuits.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Bruiser Room or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Room. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, or any of your other favorite podcast apps, or stream us at StBruis.com slash Room. We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, keep drinking them beers.